Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey! Thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and myself, LeVar Arrington. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FS. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, yeah. 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 Grab the heaviest thing you can find and just start moving it around somewhere. Whoa. That's how this works. What? Two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> What? LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever the hell you are, making us a part of your Wednesday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We're going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific, and we do it all live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there an unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Uh, yeah, we had a little bit of an earthquake here earlier this morning, by the way. Did y'all really? What? Yep. How about that? What do you mean, y'all? A little tremor? Oh, yeah. LeVar, you're not there right now, are yeah. you? No, I'm in Richmond. Yeah. That's right. That's it. Hey, speaking of an earthquake in, in Cali, can I ask you guys a question? No. Uh, no? No? Do you not want it? Well, you, do you know, so we, we always say that to each other. We do. Why, why do we do that? Like, what's the alternative? Like, I guess what I'm saying is if I say no, then what happens? Right. That, that, just, then we just keep going. Stops. I don't, I don't, I don't want to ask you guys a question if you don't want to answer it. Or, you <laughs> Can know? I ask well, you a question? No. I, I want to hear, hear the question. Yeah. I don't know that I want to okay. answer it. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. You know, Shannon Sharp issued a, a, an apology, and, and we were wondering yeah. if he was going to issue an apology. He issued an apology, very heartfelt apology. Have you guys listened to it? Yeah. I listened to it multiple times. <laughs> you do realize there was something that was visibly or audibly missing from the apology. Did you guys catch it? Yeah. The I'm sorry? No. Did uh, you catch it, Jonas? What did you think it was? Uh, Skip Bayless not talking for that long. Well, that's a good one. You said the right name. <laughs> Do you realize that he didn't apologize directly to Skip Bayless? What? The? Yeah. Why would he apologize to Skip? Well, he 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 was apologizing to everyone. <laughs> he 
he apologized to so many people by name. I felt like, yeah, I mean, it's Skip's show. And, and, and Skip basically chose him to be his co-host. So when he was apologizing to everyone that maybe he might have put in a bad space, he, he made it a point to apologize to everyone at FS1 and Fox. I was just curious. Is is like maybe it's nothing, but maybe it's something. Yeah. You know, he apologized to everyone by name, but he didn't apologize to his like, you know, to Skip. It was probably I just. I thought it was interesting. I, it was probably because Skip Bayless never really apologized to him over the tweet he sent, which everybody blew way out of proportion and all that. Well, stuff there was place. that, but yeah. I mean, it was kind of odd when Skip. Then with, or when Shannon came back and tried speaking, and then Skip basically cut him off like he was on uh, Highway 95 or the 101 <laughs> or the 405. Like, yeah, put your freaking glasses back finish. on. There was that. There, there was the Tom Brady discussion too. Right. Where he told him to put his mother glasses back on his face. But I just thought it was interesting, man. Like, so I don't know. I, I you know, there's this whole thing discussion i was talking to some of my boys and we were kind of discussing the whole idea of it do you think do you, first of all everybody's calling it like a publicity stunt like i kind of felt like it was real like i think that all things given shannon sharp would have really like threw down if somebody had put their hands out there shannon sharp would have met them hands that's that's what i feel like was going to happen but it just made me start thinking like it <sighs> Shannon Sharp is like a smart dude, super smart dude. Do you, like, you think he ends up working with LeBron James on like a different, you know, platform? Sure. Uh, one. I mean, he's got the ability to, right? Yeah, by the way, my big takeaway. It take just seems like the fracture has taken place, and now it's kind of like I'm doubling down. Like, he apologized to LeBron. Like, well, you apologize to LeBron. I mean, I would think that a, a, an apology would be more relevant to Skip because you guys do a show together versus apologizing to LeBron. Yeah. I mean, I know you were talking crap about, you know, LeBron is too big for you, but, I mean, LeBron didn't directly need a, an apology. You could have just apologized to the Lakers. You apologized to the Bus family, you know? Hmm. So you think I don't know. I was just yeah. thinking out loud. I didn't want to turn it into a big thing. I just, I was just curious. Like, it just seems like, you know, LeBron, doesn't he have, like, a production company and stuff like that? Doesn't he have a house? Yeah, he's got all sorts of Are you of trying stuff. to break something right now, or are yeah. we just talking about this out loud? It feels like you know something yeah. you no, don't I'm want just to, like, tell us. No, no, no. I'm just talking out loud. Far. No, no, Spill no, no. What are you doing here, man? Tell us. Yeah, I'm just talking out loud. I'm why am I the only out. one who's that, like not in the know right now? Are, and you're like, you know something. That's why you're bringing us Are you no, saying Shannon no. Sharp is going to be up on Game Network? Is that what no, you're saying? No, no, he's not. It, but I on, wouldn't then. be shocked if, if we signed a, a name as big as Shannon Sharp at hmm. some point. But no, that's not what I'm saying. That's not what okay. I'm saying. I was just well, curious because LeBron is, I mean, he has a really successful production a media company, right? What's yeah, it called? It what's it called? <laughs> it's so successful yeah. we don't know the name. <laughs> yeah, what's it called? It's, 23 um, and Me. Yeah. It's, 23 uh, yeah, and 23 Me? 23 and Me. <laughs> you stupid. You're so stupid for that. Birdo, you're an idiot. You're so stupid oh, for that. Oh, Birdo. God, so I love you. For that. You're an idiot. Birdo, I love you, dude. You're the best. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you're the best, Birdo. <laughs> You could discover a lot of things in Twenty Three and Me, boy. Yeah, you can. You what. what did Lamar? What, 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 what's his What's his uh, his uh, racial background? Uh, that uh, Shannon Sharp. What, which what, what is that, Berto? 
He black dog. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that well, there you go. That would be the reason why they would work together. So he figured that out. Hey, by the way, how about in that whole skirmish that took place with Shannon Sharp and the Memphis Grizzlies and all that chaos and ridiculousness that happened the other night? How about the fact that Shannon Sharp gave me hope? Because I thought I was the only one that still wore cardigans. Nope, Shannon Sharp rocking a cardigan. He definitely did have a cardigan. God, good for him, man. Got to keep that. Got to keep that alive here. Felt like I was on an island with all that. And he had cardigan pants on too. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I would have gone with that. <laughs> I think that's where it ends for me. Uh, it was a full outfit, top to bottom. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's. He's that's super that stylish though. Don't hate. I ain't no, hating. he is. Shannon is super stylish. Yeah, his shoes was probably super fire too. Probably had some limited shoes. He's like the shoe guy. You know, he's a, he's a sneakerhead. Uh, yeah. Still jacked, anyway, too. Anyway, all right. Yeah, yeah he's still uh, he well, yoked up. Listen, uh, so for anybody out there that felt the earthquake, a 4.2 <laughs> off, the, off the coast of uh, Malibu. Back to the earthquake, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully no homes fell off the mountain because, you know, Mal- Malibu's got no, a lot of homes on the side the, of hills. It was in the water, so. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it was in the water. N- no Wait, did y'all feel it out there? Yeah, the barely, though. It, it didn't feel like a, f- a four-point earthquake. It felt smaller than that, but it's because the epicenter was in the water. I didn't feel anything. And oh, is there any risk of tsunamis or anything like that? No, nah. not out here. There's some fish in, in that water that felt that, though. You know, oh, yeah. They're, they're, oh, they're yeah. traumatized by the, they thought a, They thought a whale farted, but then they realized oh, it was funny. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, like that oh, damn wow. lead to lap with the margarita. Again. <laughs> I mean, that's got to be that's got to be one thing to imagine. Nobody's ever talked about a whale farting. Like That's, that's the first time I've ever heard that. That would be pretty interesting. What, it well, it would that, be interesting if, if that's what it actually was and it wasn't like an actual earthquake, but I'm pretty sure yeah. scientifically we could prove otherwise. Although I will say this, based on the location of the earthquake, Malibu, um, not far from Venice, so there were probably a lot of you know cardboard boxes and tents that were shaken oh, afterwards. <laughs> Just saying, man. Oh, my God. I try, try, try getting a nap. You know, was that I, an earthquake? I don't think they, I'm gonna live here anymore. I mean, they've I'm gonna just been pick there up long enough now. Do they have insurance for those? I mean, <laughs> I like know. if if an earthquake knocks down that thing, do they have insurance <laughs> oh, for it? Hey, oh, no. Excuse me, what are you doing in my spot? What oh, do you mean? No. Mine says Amazon on the top. No, mine says Amazon on the top. Oh, oh no! Well, look at look at the address on my Amazon box. Tell you I got man. you. I got you trumped. <laughs> With stamps. My stamp on go. this Amazon box right. says that this is my place of residency. A lot of, a lot of sleeping bags shaking in the middle of the night like that. That's cold-blooded. Man. Well, that's because that's they're that, doing something else. But. That, <laughs> that is cold Got to stay warm blooded. somehow. That is true. Um, friction. Any, anything you could do. Hey, by the way, speaking of friction, I don't want to... Cause a problem between you guys here. All right. Oh no! Like this is the last thing I want to do. I'm I'm okay. not into this. Okay. But I, I did find it. You know, like we you know clearly have a divide because you Uh-oh. know Brady offensive guy, Lavar defensive guy. Clearly you know, a, a clearly a divide. clearly a divide. I just you know I I thought it was a little interesting that you know. Brady was pointing this out that um, all the coaches that still remain alive, whose teams were still good enough to get to this point in the NFL, oh, like playoffs, really alive, like yeah, like alive, alive, yeah, okay. like they've they've got you know something in common, you know. What's that? Well, what's what do they got in common there, Brady? All those. Well, coaches. they're all offensive minded guys. Yeah, I feel like uh, that's that's a win for Dublin, Ohio. 
and mm. Brady Quinn on this show. I, mean, I no thought you were going to talk coaches. about how Michael Parsons and other people were talking about what was going on with Dallas that day. But okay, no. I, I could go with this this angle too. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, uh, it does feel like there's that's that's a big win mm. for uh, for the for offensive football in the NFL. No, okay. no defensive coaches around. I mean, you uh, know what's interesting about that though, like Philadelphia. Okay. Uh, San Francisco. What was the score of that San Francisco game? Nineteen twelve. Oh, the okay. Over. Okay, so that that clearly was because the offense did exactly what they needed to do, right? I mean, listen, just said nineteen points, offensive minded. I love it. Go ahead. Now, I ain't going to hate on Kyle Shanahan, honestly. I mean, I you really do realize they average, like, usually 30-some points a game. Like, you're, you're taking one game out of it when I think um, they're one of the top-scoring teams in the league. Well, I'm just saying, they didn't break 20 in, in, in the last game. I mean, the one thing that they have in common is that they're still alive in the playoffs. So, I'm just going off of the last playoff game. That's all, you know. I mean, well, right, but it's points. an offensive-minded coach. So, I think yeah. you'd, you'd admit, like. They was defensive-minded that day. Uh, maybe. I mean, they, they kicked a lot of field goals. Obviously, the offense was moving the football. You know, they're mm-hmm. not always going to, you know, score. But I got you. Yes. I'm just, just saying. I mean, I, I think the general, the, the, other is, games? the general point is, well, yeah, we can look at the other games. I mean, <laughs> I don't even Philly really beat the life out of yeah. Yeah. the Giants. I don't even remember the scores of the other games, honestly. Well, what did yeah. Kansas City well, do? How many points they score? Yeah. Um, I think they, they scored, obviously, enough, right? I mean, I, I'm oh, just of course enough. Like I'm, I'm looking at uh, so Kansas City's an offensive coach. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cincinnati, Jacksonville, Cincinnati. How many points? Can, can, how many uh, points Cincinnati score? I mean, uh, well, are, are you really trying to base this off of one game and not that all of those teams that are still in there are the top scoring teams in the NFL? Well, I mean, the playoffs are one game season. That's, that's all I'm doing. I'm just looking See, at it from the standpoint of one game season. I didn't want to do this. I, did, like, I knew this was going to cause a problem. You knew you were going to cause a problem. I mean, right now, okay, here's the gist of it. Right now, if you're a defensive-minded head coach, you're not getting head coaching jobs, unless you're Dan Quinn, which he's getting interviews, but that's just the reality of the league. D'Amico, D'Amico. Yeah, and D'Amico will get some. Avero and, and Denver is getting some. But if, if you're a – and then, by the way, this isn't, like, just my opinion. It was actually something Colin Cowder was talking about uh, yesterday. And I think I would brought this up in the notes before, but Jonas was hesitant to bring up this topic because <laughs> he knew he knew LeVar would get, would get upset about this. Yeah, but I would get offended. That's all right. The, the, that might the, be true. The league, you, you were supposed to be my point. offensive coordinator, my assistant head coach. But, you know, since y'all want to do this, I'm changing my mind. Who are you going to hire, Liner? Uh, yeah, maybe. You know. <laughs> the league, the league's Lighter at a different ambush. point, though. If you yeah, think about it, <laughs> when the league was highlighting more running and running backs became more of an integral part of, of, of offenses, as opposed to now where teams are throwing on average 60% of the time, it, it's changed. Like the importance of being able to you know, understand the quarterback position, coach, develop the quarterback position, score points, make adjustments, all those things. Like, all that has played such an impact even on the hiring process of coaches in the NFL to where now you look at the four final, you know, right now, you've got four offensive-minded head coaches. You can go throughout the playoffs and see there's more offensive-minded head coaches than defensive-minded head coaches. And if you look at even the coaching searches, like the vast majority of hires, like a guy like Brian Dable who takes his team to the playoff in the first year, or Kevin O'Connell who takes his teams to the playoff in the first year. They're offensive-minded head coaches. Now, there's, there's other guys who obviously struggled, right? I mean, you could point out Nathaniel Hackett, 
But you're again looking at an offensive-minded head coach and replacing him with Sean Payton because their biggest issue with Denver this year wasn't off or wasn't defense, was offense. So they need to figure out how to fix that. It's just that's the evolution of the game as, as we've implemented rules, uh, whether it's illegal contact, pass interference, defensive holding, and made those emphasis and the protection of the quarterback position in the pocket, out of the pocket, defenseless players, everything else. It's become such a passing game that it really has tilted the field in way of the offensive minds. And it gets to the point where, like, you could talk about however many points are scored. The reality is, if you don't score enough points, it's not gonna. You're not gonna keep your job, and and you've got to figure out ways of scoring points and of getting the most out of your quarterback. Otherwise, it's viewed as you're not doing a good job. Look at Robert Sala. Robert Sala, case in point. You know they won seven games this year. I believe that was an improvement upon last year. Yeah. And they look improved, especially defensively. But what's the narrative around that team? They fell apart because the quarterback position. So whether it's right, wrong, or indifferent, and I don't even think it has anything to do with like the coaches doing a good job one way or another. I think it has more to do with the importance of passing and quarterback play and the league in, in the way they've pushed all of this, whether that's to highlight you know higher scoring games and gambling or fantasy and all this other stuff that impacts the league. It's gotten to this point for that reason, and I think now it's tilted the field to the advantage of offensive-minded head coaches in interviews and taking over teams because if you're an owner and you're looking around, you're going, well, I'm looking at all these other you know, younger offensive-minded head coaches, even some of the older guys like an Andy Reid who are having sustained success. But you know, look at Zach Taylor. Look at Nick Sirianni. Look at um, you know, Kyle Shanahan. Young offensive-minded head coaches having success. I've got to find that next guy. i got to find the next Sean McVay. And, and mm-hmm. that's what they thought when they hired Kevin O'Connell in Minnesota. And look how their offense performs. Justin Jefferson you know, sets the league on fire. And they get to the playoffs. So it's just... That, that's where we're at, you know, and, and people can disagree with it. May not, may not like it, but it, it's really interesting to see how the league is kind of transformed and changed in that regard. No, I don't, I'm not going to fight you on this. I'm still not going to make you my assistant head coach now. Oh, bro. come I'm, on. I'm going to get a defensive-minded I mean, guy. Birdo, you know? we're going we're gonna to take this? Like, he, yeah. like now all of a sudden not Brady's not qualified now. for the job? I didn't I mean, say he's not qualified. I said he's, a, he's an offensive guy. Racist. Thank you. He's offensive heavy, you know. Oh, I'm man. going defense. Yeah, it's just on defense. Uh, just that's terrible. Let's go to break. Let's did. go to break. I'm, uh, I am so hurt. I am so upset with 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 Brady Quinn right now. That I just need a break. I need to get up. I need to walk away from. Why do you have seat. to say my full name? Couldn't you, know, you just said my first name? Because you know you're you're the you're the you're the baby bro. You know what I mean. So I have yeah. to say your full name because I'm big bro and big no, bro is big broing you. You know. So so I, I noticed this though. I was yes. I was walking with one of our when I was at the national championship game. Yep. I was walking with one of our executives from Fox, mm-hmm. and he was like, "No, it, it got kind of like a running joke." When people would say my name, they say Brady Quinn, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Yep, hi, how you doing?" Or you know, "Hey, nice to meet you." All right, yeah, hey, two pros and a cup of Joe. Love that show. Tell Lavar and Joe. So I said hi, but they'd always say Brady Quinn. They wouldn't just say my first name. And I was always like, and he looks at me and goes, does everyone always say your full name? I said, yeah. I don't know why, though. Because like, you're a star. No, a, no, 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 no. It's not it's that. A, Usually, like, people, like, if people call LeVar, they probably just say, hey, LeVar. Yeah, hey, they Jonas. don't say LeVar Arrington. But, but, yeah. but you got to say, but, but look Is at it Is it because like my this. name's so short? On, yes, like, Brady that's like, It's like two syllables. That's yeah, correct. There, I was just about to break it down. That's, that is one. But it's like a superhero name. 
like Superman. Really. Yeah. Superman. <laughs> Agreed. Spider-Man. Agreed. Brady Quinn. You know what I mean? It's not like Love Bar and Rington. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, it's it's too long. Hey, well, I don't know. Berto. They usually yeah. just you know call what I mean? me douchebag. Yeah. Well, well they call you Nads. Joe Nads. Yeah. See, it works. Yes. They'll say yeah. your whole name. Like that. I Joe thought they Nads. usually hit you in the ball bag. Not so much. There you go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> they just come up to Jonas, and, and hey, that's you know what they hit what? Hey. That's really funny, I'll though. take what I can get at this point. Uh, it's two pros and a cup of Joe <laughs> Fox. That's love right now to you? Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Yeah, there you go. All right. <laughs> That's the sort of affection you want, huh? You know? Hearts and hugs. That's what we got here. Oh, um, boy. All right, That's a so rough life you're living, bud. Berto, you are a scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so coming up next, we are going to get into a discussion here on the show about why one thing in the world of sports that you happen to love is off and running, and there's no stopping it yet. We'll get into that for you. It's next here. Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? 
Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trip of the trade create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location species salt versus freshwater and more plus it's smooth sailing with fishing bookers simple online payment method you'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local start your angling adventure now with fishing booker visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today fishing booker fishing trips made easy Two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. 15 minutes from now, it is our midweek awards. The good, the bad, and the ugly. They're yours here on FSR. So guess what I got right here, huh? Uh-oh. What you got? If you're out there listening to this show and you were watching the conf- the divisional round matchups this past weekend as we get set for conference championship weekend and you were watching the Niners and the Cowboys, you were not alone. Almost 46 million average viewers on Fox this past weekend. The numbers are in. It peaked at over 51 million. The most watched of the season and the second most watched divisional game in NFL history. So for anybody that was worried about whether or not the NFL could recover following post-COVID and all the other controversies that has gone on, don't worry about it. Everything's fine in the NFL. They are off and running yet again. Massive, massive weekend for the NFL. And by the way, that game wasn't even that good. And that's right. the number that they drew as we get set for the conference championships. It's it, it's crazy to think, too, when you look at the fact that, and I think we used to say, oh, you know, we only expect numbers like that when you've got big market teams. And, and we have we had some in the divisional round. But also moving forward, I expect huge ratings for the AFC uh, championship game. And I don't think you'd consider – Kansas City or Cincinnati either being that large of markets, at least in comparison to San Francisco and Philly, right, as far as media markets. Yeah. And the the NFL used to be kind of concerned about that. I think other professional sports, you hear about that. Like, oh, man, we wish it could be New York. We wish it could be L.A. We know our ratings will be bigger, right? And the NFL, it gets to the point where it doesn't really matter. And I love that one for the game. I love that for the players. I love that for the smaller markets, especially Midwest cities that, you know, Kansas City, which a team I played for. Like, I love that. I love that for them. I really do. Um, I also think it just shows the dominance of football. And it's not just the NFL. It's also college football that's been growing, too. You know, you go back, look at the semifinal viewership numbers and compare that to other, whether it's NBA playoffs or NHL or Major League Baseball. It doesn't matter. Like, it's, it's not really even that close. So football is at a very, very healthy point. I, I do wonder when I hear these numbers, like, is it possible for them to keep going up? I mean, th- this new TV media rights deal that's been struck with the NFL, everything I've heard, considering the length of it, because it was actually ended up being over 10 years because they did it early, is, or I guess it was 10 or whatever it ended up being, is that it, this may be the last big one because of cord cutting and how the cable industry is impacted by it and how everyone's got to adapt and adjust. 
And so it, it sounds good now, and I think if, if you're the NFL, you've got to feel good about it. If you're the, the TV networks, you feel even better about it because of all the money you're able to make off the advertising dollars and spend. But if you get satisfied – that can be a scary future for you if you can't find ways of adapting and adjusting in the future because at some point this is going to it's going to be capped out and you're going to have to find other ways of driving revenue you're going to have to have other ways of adapting to streaming which is becoming you know even more the fad as more and more people cord cut so it, it's look NFL's in a great spot it's king and it's not even close but you can't be satisfied if you're the NFL or if you're these TV networks and thinking that this is going to last forever. Mm. Uh, that's a interesting commentary. I, and, and it's probably the reason why they're working so hard to expand their borders. It's, this is why you see games taking place in Wimberley Stadium. You, you, you see them marketing uh, flag football you know, people, you know, it's, it's like, why is it flag football? Why flag, 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 flag? What, what's it all about? Well, you're trying to hit a diff, different demo. You know, not only are you trying to expand your borders, but you're trying to expand the, the reach of the interest. And if you can get women and, and girls to want to play the sport, even though it's not tackle, it's still relatable to the the game itself, and especially if it's resonating from NFL NFL programming. So, I, you know, I thought it, I, it's interesting hearing you say that because then you start to think about okay, the Pro Bowl has fizzled out, but what are you replacing the Pro Bowl with? I think the main attraction outside of the skills challenges is it's a it's a girls it's a girls um, flag football game that's going to be played, something to that effect. So I I do think that there is a obviously there is a bubble for for the amount of success and the amount of viewership that they have but I think that they are proactively looking at that bubble and trying to figure out how do you prolong that that bursting so to speak for as long as you possibly can and I think that that's what you have to probably do you have to really really work to make the game more appealing outside of the 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 regular either sports fan or the diehard football fan is what I would say. I also think that there's going to be not as much competition out there. We're already seeing that now because everybody wants to get involved with live sports because it's the only right. real live thing that you've got. Like uh, the WWE is rumored to be up for sale, and there's some thought out there that it's going to go for like 5 or $6 billion. And part of that is because they do live events, and they're hesitant to go to a streaming site like a Netflix or someplace like that because they don't want to do episodic television where you can just binge watch it all. They want to make it appointment television. Well, the NFL has no choice. Like, like that's what they do, and they've sort of found themselves in this spot to where they're kind of they're kind of the only show in town when it comes to it, it, that season in that regard. And so when I, I look at them and I say they figured out how to how to make gambling part of the deal and and yep. way to make that work revenue wise and money wise i have no questions about whether or not they're going to continue on with this i just wonder how they're going to decipher what the ratings are how that gets done you know because there are some people that watch on their phone there's some people that watch in other ways they need to figure out a way that they can try and find out what those numbers are so those numbers aren't included in the ratings well so so you have to understand nielsen does ratings 
that of which have, have changed a little bit over time. You know, you used to not be able to get the numbers and ratings for bars, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, Jonas, your brother's got a bar, right? Like yeah. they, they, they play, put the game on. Those ratings weren't count. You were talking about households. Yeah. Right. And so that's changed. And that's been able to, I think, add to some of the viewership and creating a more accurate portrayal of how many people are actually watching. But in regards to streaming, the, the differences the metrics used are different. You know, because the people who are viewing on their phone, a tablet, a computer, you know, typically don't sit and watch as long. And so you're kind of looking at like how many people, you know, tapped in to actually watch that. How long did they stay to watch it? You know, the, mm. the things that you're using to sell to advertisers, if you're talking about like an advertising based streaming service is going to be different. Um, it, it's, it's more of like time spent on that page, right? Cause then you're going to see more advertising viewership. Usually in games, you're going to measure that too on broadcast and cable television, but the difference is going to be, you know, people typically stay longer because if that's what's on, that's what they're watching. You know, they're sitting down in front of their TV. It's a, it's appointment television as, as Jonas pointed out. The one thing I'd argue though, Jonas is where you're kind of not looking at this the right way is Netflix and some of these other streaming services have to get into live events. Yeah. If you look at your Netflix now, you currently have the ability to pay a cheaper subscription to have advertisements, which is no different than cable television, right? You subscribe to Netflix, you can pay a premium to be able to not have those advertisements, or you can pay less and have to watch advertisements and commercials, which I'm sure older folks... On Netflix? Yeah. Dang, so that. that's part of the business model because they can then derive a greater income from people who maybe... I don't want to pay that premium to go without the ads. Like I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm the type of guy where I'll listen to Pandora for free. I don't give a crap. Yeah. I'll, I grew up listening to commercials. I grew up listening to you know radio and being on that. So it doesn't bother me. But you better believe someone ten years younger is like, oh, I can't stand this. Oh right. my gosh, <laughs> I have to listen to com- I have to watch commercials. I can't binge watch. So you've <laughs> why, got like why those do you sounding like that. By the way, I, was just I don't know. I mean, I just I, they're vaping too much. <laughs> that, that was too much vaping. Apparently. Oh wow. <laughs> well, not to get off on a complete tangent because I know we're up against <laughs> the break, but there's there's you know there's just it's just a different generation of how they consume content, and so the, the whole point is. Like someone like Netflix has to seriously consider looking at live events. I don't know that WWE is the right fit, but if you look at their business model, they have exclusive original content. That's great. They have an ad, you know a subscription model and an advertising model. They add to that. But if you don't have live sports, you're getting left out. Not only on the revenue you can generate from having that, but as Jonas touched on, the gambling that goes along with it. <clears throat> that also has, you know, those books have deep pockets and the ability to spend. So if, if you're not a part of that, it, it, you know, it's going to be hard to be able to keep up with the Joneses, if you will. Well, and to your point, it's like YouTube. When YouTube first came out, it was just, hey, go watch an old highlight. Go watch an old video. Now yeah. you can watch stuff in real time. Like well, that's you why can YouTube watch TV. the NFL on yeah. YouTube. And so that's yeah. why they've gotten... A lot and, of people do. And they've figured out a way to, to, to get involved with that as well, too. So You know, when you're a sports parent, you're not able to it's weird you're never home when you become a sports parent it's always something especially if you messed around and had multiples of of kids right so it's like you're always out and that's when i discovered because i'm not a technology person per se like i'll i'll use it but I, somebody has to set everything up for me and be like this is exactly how you use it make it as simple as possible otherwise i'm not doing it but I discovered, and this was through me wanting to see Penn State play, I discovered how to stream 
and and how to be a part of the game experience through my phone while sitting at sporting events you know which is you know i don't know for me that was a major breakthrough for for what i have going on and and so i it's interesting you just see a new and and it makes you wonder in terms of ratings and and how it's all done and the whole idea of streaming and and then seeing how things went with you know whole the whole Amazon Prime on Thursday night football, uh, it, it I just feel like almost it it has to be at some point a definitive move to digital. I really think that that's where it's all going, and that's where it's going to end up. Yeah, we're we're probably like at least a decade or more away from that, though. You know. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know the the numbers on on that or the projection on it, but I do know that you got to be looking at it from the standpoint of when you see kids sitting on the couch right in front of a big screen TV, and they're consuming the same content that's on that big screen TV on their phones. Right. You know, those are becoming our next adults. Those are your your yeah. But your next but think group. about the things you did as kids that you don't do as adults, right? Like I play I Atari. Mean, I, I, well, yeah, do you still play Atari like as often as you no, used to, right? I don't I mean, play Atari. I don't that's play the only thing I'd always say as far as trends go is once you start having a family, once you start having kids, once you start having a job, it kind of puts you in a different box where you're like, you know what? I'm not going to watch this on my phone. I have money. I have a living room. I have a nice TV. I'm going to go watch it there. And, and you're going to watch it with other people. You're not all grouped around your phone. So, look, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we're just going to be this disconnected society where everyone just sits around in the same room and watches on their phone. But I don't foresee that happening. It is uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. Before we get to break, want to let you uh, know we are brought to you by Progressive, and they bring us the Progressive Play of the Day. Vincent kicks it to Bam. He corrals it, gets up, throws it down with authority right on top of Derek White's melon. We're tied at 87. That's the Heat Radio Network on the call. That's the Progressive Play of the Day. Progressive is making things even easier. They will help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Coming up next here on Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, it's our midweek awards. They're yours right here at Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern. 3 a.m. Pacific. This is Steve Covino. And Rich Davis. And together we are Covino and Rich. Covino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, that's right. Covino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Covino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rockin' dude. The show features our unique take on sports, Injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts? You know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield 
windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trip of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. <laughs> Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, Lamar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up a little over 10 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios, uh, we do have a little bit of an update on the Super Bowl. We've got an update on the Super Bowl and what uh, whoever wins this weekend, what they can expect coming up here. We'll get to that uh, again a little over 10 minutes from now. Before we get to our midweek awards, the good, the bad, and the ugly here on FSR, I want to let you know we are brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place bundle and save at progressive.com there are some good things that happen and there's some bad and then there's some downright ugly things it's time for good bad and ugly all right lead to lap 
Who the hell's got what this week? Well, as we do each and every Wednesday, we start with the good. And Jonas, you have the privilege of letting us know what was good this week. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrow. Man, oh man, they walked right into Buffalo and whooped that ass. I don't want to hear about conspiracy theories. I don't want to hear about snow. I don't want to hear about home field, neutral site, whatever you want to call it. The Bills were the preseason favorite to win the Super Bowl. Josh Allen was the preseason favorite to win MVP and they got absolutely exposed on Sunday. Cincinnati's better. Joe Burrow's better than Josh Allen and the Bengals are off and running to the AFC title game. Mm. Wow. What a statement by Joe. How about that? And guess what? You get that sort of anger when you got the Bills minus five and a half and they put that together on Sunday. So that's what they get. Mess with the bowl, you get the horns. Mm. Well, fellas, you can't have good without the bad. LeVar, what was bad this week? Uh, Well, let's keep it football then. Uh, Let's go Dallas. Let's go more specifically Dak Prescott. Uh, In a moment in time where he could have built his resume, built his reputation, and seemingly uh, solidified being what, what he needed to be for the team, he went a measly 23 for 37 for 206 and two interceptions, while a Mr. Irrelevant on the other side of the ball went 19 of 29 for 214 yards, leaving him with more yards thrown than Dak Prescott and no interceptions, no turnovers, building his reputation, one Brock Purdy. I thought it was really bad for Dak Prescott, and it was really bad for Dallas. Jeez. There you go. Sheesh. From bad to worse, Brady, let us know what was ugly this week. Well, I mean, the final play for Dallas, that was ugly. I mean, just (laughs) a bad, bad bad ending. But you know what I think is ugly right now? And we're probably not going to touch on it, so I'll take a chance to, to touch on it here. The Hall of Fame voting for baseball. Aww. It's just it, – it's when all the writers and the voters get to hold their, you know, esteemed votes over a lot of players who are Hall of Famers, should be Hall of Famers, but for whatever reason. And it could be, you know, due to the steroid area, all that. That's that whole thing, which, look, it was rampant. Everyone was doing it. I don't know why they hold it over some of those guys' heads. Uh, I, I know, you know, it was against the rules, but were they, were they even testing for it back then? I mean, that's the other thing. It's like uh, it's the, whole, the whole process to me I hate. It's the worst way of getting into the Hall of Fame, I think, of any professional sport. So it hmm. tends to get ugly, and I hate what, what comes from it. Good. Way to air them out. That's what we get here. Baseball thinking they could just skate by during the offseason and not get any heat from Quinn. That's oh, they're good. Get. get that heat. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it product availability just one part that makes o'reilly stand apart the professional parts people oh 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 o'reilly auto parts 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.